everybody. How's it going? Thank you for listening. This is It's Not Canon Show. As per usual, I am uh, the one of two counterparts here, Chase Bank, absolutely, absolutely at your service. And my other counterpart, the two of two that makes this whole, if he's lying, he is flying. What's up, Ryan? How you feeling, man? I, I, I the, fear, the fear fact that you just compared us to a whole, I just want to say phrasing the just kind of get this conversation started correctly today <laughs> and uh hey everyone um happy monday or whenever day we're gonna drop this happy wednesday so we can see we record this on monday or whenever and, you decide to listen to it yeah whatever you decide to listen to it happy every day of the week guys um uh hope you uh are enjoying life as it can be and uh yeah um chase this new platform that we're using um is fantastic as we were sitting there ready to go live i was playing with buttons so hopefully i'm glad we're not posting videos yet because i don't know what i did so <laughs> yeah. hey, hey, experience is when you mess up and you figure out how to get back to where you were right just right most i was really concerned i just took us out of this stream piece where you're going to start talking and you just weren't there so, <laughs> uh, but today's conversation is going to be a fun one chase why don't you give us the rundown so today's episode for anyone and everyone that is listening, we are going to talk about animation domination. I feel like somebody has said that before and used it in like a TV network, but Fox it, network. It was, it was right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't think they patented it. But we're just gonna borrow it. So animation. Well, well, let's let's change it. Let's call for what is actually going to be the episode name. It's adult animation domination. There. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Beat those sensors, ha ha ha! <laughs> <laughs> right, so that right on up. Um, <laughs> but yes, 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 adult animation domination. We're gonna have a, like a nice run through of um some uh, adult content. Not n- nothing that's gonna be overtly over the edge, so to say, but a more or less kind of like another input and perspective on. Why TV shows uh, that are geared, well, I would say cartoons that are geared for adults, why do they do so well right now? Mm-hmm. Yep. And I, I think this, this topic is very prominent currently because for, for the people who are listening, this is the Monday prior to the drop of the episode. So we're on the 12th of June here. Currently, there is still a writer's strike in Hollywood as it stands, as if I'm still correct. Um, with that, we're these things these conversations chase and i have off mic a lot about some of these shows that we like and um just to kind of kick it off we for for the people that do watch or even have an idea that the simpsons have been running for over 30 years dude the simpsons has been longer runner have been running longer than most people have been alive right and and for for concept of what that means the that show started in the 80s and it's still producing content that is fresh and still entertainment that it still gets great ratings on TV and they just don't ever get they're never up on the chopping block to be canceled which is crazy to think about that an adult animated show is still sitting alive for over 30 years and it's long lasted longer than some hit shows like How I Met Your Mother Big Bang Theory, uh, Friends, <laughs> it, it survived a lot of these shows and just continuously produces content. Not only that, there's that the prediction. The Simpsons predict things. Like, 
their movie was such a hit too. People, Simpsons, uh, non-Simpsons fans at the time, like me, loved the film that they started watching The Simpsons. Mm-hmm. So it, it is adult animation has a perception that oh, it's just cartoons for adults, but obviously it's a form of entertainment. And if you look, let's take this back far enough. Not as far as the Simpsons, but if you look at the beginning of the turn of the millennial when we entered uh, the 2000s and what TV was being produced at the time, your sitcoms at the at that turn was Friends was coming to an end. I think Seinfeld was still running. Um, you went into like that How You Met Your Mother, Two and a Half Men, uh, Modern Family, Big Bang Theory, and that was the newest age of content that was coming out. That was that is scripted for enjoyment. Right, Chase? Yep. Agree? Agreed. So, And then the worst part about it is we got into this reality cycle where TV is nothing but reality competitions. And some of it may be scripted. You know, they say the housewives are scripted, but is, is, it, is it creatively outputting compared to some of these adult animation shows that we're going to be talking about today? Um, and I think this is a good conversation to have with with the support for the writers. We want the writers back. We, they, they deserve everything that they're asking for. Um, and that's because they produce such great content that is enjoyable and we, we want them back. Um, but when you think of an adult animation show that is not The Simpsons, Family Guy, or American Dad, because that's another one that's on the list, then... Um, What's one that you would go to that people would look at it as like, no one's going to want to watch that show. That show is just going to be trash. What's what's that first one that comes to your mind? Honestly, the first one that comes to my mind is Solar Opposites. That's on Hulu right now. And I'm not, maybe I'm a little biased, but, you know, I, 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 I like the perspective they take on things because I feel as if, well, one, it, it, I, I believe they have some of the writers that came from Rick and Morty. I could be mistaken. I think they work as collectively with Rick and Morty in that show. Gotcha. Okay. Well, they have some of the same writers, and I kind of like the, the the vision Rick and Morty went. So I would know that, well, I naturally assume that after getting some of that backstory and watching just the first episode, that it is one of those shows that is that does have some very dirty language and dirty jokes. But at the same time, they like to put out content that honestly kind of makes you feel good and makes you laugh, you know? So yep. I think that's one of the ones that definitely come across my mind. And I actually kind of like what they do with the show. Like, it, it, it's very original. That's why I feel as if a lot of adult animation domination needs to have is a huge base of originality. Because if you try to take something that someone else is doing, then it does not go far. You see that the seasons fail expeditiously, and it just doesn't feel authentic. So when you have that originality that is in your work from top to bottom, you got something good there. So I kind of feel like that is the first thing that comes to my mind. What about you? So the one that I always love the most that's out there that has been canceled. Now they're making a full fledged film to kind of finish it out was Venture Brothers. Um, See, I I love creativity as you. Uniqueness is always key to me. And Venture Brothers is like a little play off of um, the old school of, um, what was that show? Adventures of Johnny something from the 60s. They actually have Johnny in the show, which is hilarious. Action Johnny and his family. And it just, the creative, the creativity of that show and the way 
the first season you kind of felt like there was a bigger story, but they didn't know if they were going to make it um, through the first uh, out of that get, to get a second season. And then by season three, the stuff that they that you would hope would make more sense from season one actually started playing out, and things were just more entertaining. Um, I it was a seven season show um, of just complete creativity. It was an Adult Swim. Um, I think they ran it like eleven thirty when it was uh, new episodes. And the way they thought thought through things just to make you (laughs) just to make you smile. And and that's sitcoms used to do that, didn't they? Like you would sit there and laugh at sitcoms. And I can't tell you the last sitcom that I actually sat there and watched on TV currently and thought, hey, this is actually funny. Um it just seems like they're just not holding very well. Agreed. Uh, right? There's no seven, eight seasons of a sitcom recently that I can think of that is a popular show. Right? To date right now, I I, I, I would definitely agree with you on that one. It, it's, it's like they don't hold the same weight as they did before. And, I, and that... I don't know, maybe it's finding the right cast to mm-hmm. put together for a good show like that. But I remember, like, <laughs> we're both, well, I'm a 90s baby. Mm-hmm. Um, growing up, we had so many amazing sitcoms. Yep. And I'll speak from my perspective. Like, I grew up watching Martin, Wayne's Bros, Jamie Foxx show, Steve Harvey show, The Bernie Mac show. Um, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, I could keep going. How amazing these shows were, and they were so great, and you got a good, wholesome laugh on one episode. Then the next episode, you could be balling out, ready to cry. Mm-hmm. Oh, Family Matters. How could I forget Family Matters? I was, oh. was going to let you go on your rant. I'm like, I don't believe you forgot about Urkel and Family Matters. Dude, oh, <laughs> you could not, 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 not bring up Family Matters. But, right. uh, you know, growing up watching those, like you said, it was so many seasons that came to those shows, at least a bare minimum of five. Mm-hmm. And you get to today's world where a lot of these, it's just they they don't catch your attention and hold you and make you want to sit down and be in front of a television for the full 30 minutes watching the 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 oh my goodness, what do you call them? Commercials as mm-hmm. well. Waiting on that show to come back. You, I just don't get the same feeling. Yeah, and it's very true because I, I'm I was born in the late '80s, so I would consider myself more of a '90s baby because of the TV. The time that you're old enough to watch TV and comprehend it, Family Matters was on. Sabrina. Um, oh, I forgot about Sabrina. The TV right. Switch. Um, uh, Full House was being run still. Oh, yeah, Full House. And and you would have these great shows, and then they matured into you know Friends, um, Cheers. Um, you had all these other shows that you could still get. Um, Boy Meets World that was one of my favorite ones. Like, oh, this Boy Meets World, yeah, right. And, and they resonated, they made you laugh. Sometimes it was topical to like the like, you know, at that age range of what you would feel. Um, going into the nine into the 2000s, you how you met, I'm how I met your mother. As horrible as the way that show ended, and that is up to the debate. I'm and anyone that wants to question that, question that. I don't think the way that show should have ended the way it did. Um, but the sheer fact that the way that show was resonating was giving 
young men and women hope to find romance and make you laugh through the process and topical characters that felt like they were resonating at depending on what points that 70s show that's the other show that was uh back in the 90s but we don't want to talk about that show and you know why if you if you don't know why you need to get on the news and hide did some bad things anyway um but onto that on onto the shows it got to big bang theory and we watch we we like to binge sitcoms in this house on, on nights that we just don't want to watch tv we just want something on the background that we can make us laugh and everything and tbs runs big bang theory like it's the only thing they ever freaking own at this point <laughs> um so big bang theory you know the first couple seasons were good and then the writing just kind they just kind of try to find the same type of joke with same type of science with different science terms just to give you the laugh but try to resonate these geekies people can they're, they're common people as well. It just it started falling flat until their last couple of seasons, and then it felt like a sitcom again. Um, but even like Two and a Half Men, that was just to make you guys laugh. And then I just literally thought of that. That literally yeah. came my brain as you said that. Two and a Half Men, and the beginning stuff made you laugh, and then it just got sad towards the end. <laughs> you know what? I give you this because yeah. those first few seasons. I feel like those are some f- bomb seasons. Like those right. that legit kept me laughing. Then, yep. and not that I'm biased or anything, but when they brought in Ask the Kutcher, I was like, eh. Right. Nah. You know what's funny? I always said that the Ashton Kutcher character is a standalone character that they could have made a whole different show out of. And they, what they ended up doing was they had to find a solution for the Charlie Sheen issue. And here we are <laughs> with a character that, oh, this will fit in. And then the way it developed, you sat there by the end of that season, the first season with Ashton Kutcher going, he can be, this, this, this is no longer about um, Charlie's family and everything in that show. This is solely like Ashton Kutcher's character can take its uh, on its own life and that can just develop into its own show and get rid of all the other pieces. And they just kind of kept it there as long as they did. And it just, it didn't gel as well as we were, I was hoping it would. Yeah. Um, and then at that point, and let's get back to the topic at hand, around that point, we saw a surge in animation, adult animation. And we're not talking about BoJack Horseman or anything like that. that that's always been out there. Aqua Teen, Hunger Force, all that stuff has been out there. We're talking about Family Guy was coming in to its prime and took the world by storm correct and then when you have sex mcfarland's creative mind he gave you the cleveland show he gave you american dad american dad's the only reason that show existed was they canceled family guy because it was too risque (laughs) fans went into an uproar they brought it back and for a whole season they made fun of how they got canceled (laughs) and and then top of it here's american dad doing its own thing and is so popular that when they went to go cancel it because it wasn't doing the numbers Fox wanted, TVS picked it up and said, no, we're running with this thing. This thing is going to be a beast. Um, the one that didn't make it was the Cleveland show. Yeah. That that didn't hold its own, but that's fine. What it did is open the door for other channels to try adult animation. Um, we move into the realm of one of our favorite shows to discuss. FX brought in Archer. All right, in the midst of all this, they're going on season 14 this year. Um, you had um, Futurama coming and going. Oh, I forgot about Futurama. 
And the core thing that's on Comedy Central is South Park, and they are up in their 20th, sixth season, I want to say, producing new content. They did a whole season based around one person pretending to be Trump, I think, because I keep on seeing the the teacher looking like Trump, and that's hilarious. I haven't watched <laughs> in a long time, and I, I, I need to sit down and watch it. I'm not going to lie, but it, the sheer fact that they can still produce new content, produce movies – Give us stuff during the pandemic to enjoy for their the loyal fans. Create video games and still continue to build out content years later on is phenomenal. It really wow. is. And dude, you brought up South Park. I wasn't the biggest South Park fan, and it's not a show that I will like sit down and watch. But from the episodes I have watched, I will say they pushed some borders, and it was rather <laughs> funny. there's a reason they were on cable (laughs) yeah they uh they definitely pushed a lot but i'm with you i wasn't a huge south park fan i did watch several episodes i think i did watch one complete season i can't even tell you what it was Hmm. um but if 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 there was nothing on tv around the time that they start running them again i will put it on because I, i will binge it um oh oh dude the south park movie too man that's now that was comedy. Yeah, they, they just they those writers knew exactly what to do. Um, I mean, they went on and wrote a musical, um, The Book of Mormon, I think was one of their creations too. They had a movie that kind of eh. Um, but the, these 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 are creative people that are giving us content that people sleep on because oh, it's it's cartoons. Um but we really shouldn't sleep on it. I mean, one of the things that you and I have talked about that we did not mention through this whole time that just clicked my head came from a comic strip, and that's the Boondocks. That show, when I watched the first episode of that show, I literally thought, my first thought was like, this is gold. I, I don't don't want to cut you off, but yeah, go for it. Go for it. Cut me off. Boondocks. Come on. Which what? One? Favorite episode of Boondocks. Which one? Is oh it? my God. Are you... I'm putting you on the spot. Which one is it? I'm torn between two. And I'll let, you know what? I'll give you a top three. I only got two that really come to mind. That I oh, Actually, three. The exhibit episode where they pimp out his car. <laughs> <laughs> that is still one of, my, one of my favorite. Actually, I can probably go about five, but I'm going to stick with... Uh, yeah, yeah, it's going to have to stay three because I, I can't remember the name of the episode. Um, and I can't remember the, that character off the top of my head. The episode with Cat Williams and the host. <laughs> Pimp name Slipback. That is freaking hilarious. My favorite episode, and this is the first episode I saw. I wasn't the one, the first dead drop on it. It was their Christmas episode where, the main, yeah, where he flat out called everyone out about how during Greece, during the period of Greece, they were having gay sex to celebrate Christmas. <laughs> that was the first episode I ever saw. Like, where has this been in my life? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, that is what what is your what's your top three? My top three, I will have to say, is uh where to start. Oh, wait, wait. The uh first one I would say is the booty warrior. That episode was so out of control for me, but I died laughing every time I watched it. Um, let's see here. Uh, the second one I would say is um, Stink, Stink Mina Returns. <laughs> yep. 
man. Whoo. I get, uh, man. Uh, and the third, third, third. Ooh, let me think. Let me think. Let me think. Let me think. Third episode. Attack of the Killer Kung Fu Wolf. <laughs> what was the name of the episode that Robert was scared that he was going to go to jail? Oh, wait. When he was about to go to jail. Uh, da, 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 da. You know what I'm talking about, right? Because that was a fucking wild episode, too. When he was about to go to jail? Dude, I'll have to go back and look. Yes. I, I, retract, I retract that. Um... The, the the entrance of Thug Nificent that'll, that'll round up my time. Yes, yes, <laughs> that, <laughs> yes, that was yeah. That those they just knew what good content was to make people. It was not. A, I don't think their goal was to shock and awe. I think their goal was to just make you laugh. We're not we're not in the business of shocking you. We are in a business to change our two kids' lives that are in this show and, and just shock you. Like we, we want you to laugh. Like we want you to have a good time watching that show. And um, yeah, man, that I, I don't know if they'll ever bring it back, but that was a great show to go binge watch. It's four seasons. You can find it on on I guess now it's called Max. Uh, you can sit there and binge that off adult uh, Swift content. Rest um, in peace, John Witherspoon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, beyond that. Um, the, the reason why we wanted to have this conversation is because we, we look at it as we had this, and I'll just be very frank. The conversation Chase and I had is if you look at TV now, it's a lot of reality stuff. Um, it's a fake reality stuff. The sitcom stuff do not hold, but yet here are these sleeper shows that if you're looking for just to have a good, uh, just something to make you laugh or just something to make you like chuckle or keep your intent these shows are are really good, and they keep continuing with stories with some of them. And we're talking the Archers, the Rick and Mortys, the Bob's Burgers, Bob's Burgers, the Boondocks. We're we're leaving out the conversations of the Simpsons and the Family Guys because you know they're little popular shows, but there's other channels that have stuff like Final Space that was on T on T- TBS was a space odyssey that got canceled, and the fans are in an uproar over it because they remove the content. You can never watch the content again. And they only did, I think, maybe three seasons, maybe two. And the episodes were to make you laugh, forget about what's going on in the world, and just to have a good time. And that's what sitcoms did in the early 90s and the 2000s is make you have a good time. My wife and I love to binge uh, Friends. That show has been over since 2002. We still binge it. Because it gives us, like, we can quote the lines because we just love Friends so much. Mm-hmm. But I'll sit there and binge Archer because Archer makes me laugh. Exactly. Right. It's out there. It's crazy. Crazy things happen. But the show has a purpose. Each each episode has a purpose. Mm-hmm. And it, it's part of a bigger story throughout the season. Um, maybe not so much the concussion that seasons, but. Yeah. <laughs> I understand. I understand what they were doing. I get it. It Sure. I'm just glad I got through them. <laughs> After watching Archer, it's so many things that people can't say to me that I just won't chuckle at. And <laughs> yeah. Like if, if I ever hear you're not my supervisor or um phrasing or just somebody literally saying, right? Right? Like, <laughs> every time jazz hands or <laughs> goddamn you all to hell. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, oh man. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I think Chase and I have grown past that's what she said, and we just now continuously use phrasing thanks to Archer. I mean, that's just what it is. Um, Dude, you know what? Side note, hmm. I discovered Archer when I was in college, and one of my frat brothers told me about it. He's like, hey, do you watch Archer? I'm like, what is Archer? <laughs> <laughs> and like complete in all seriousness, I watched that show, and when I tell you, like, I'm already a sarcastic individual, but my level of sarcasm literally skyrocketed after watching that. And <laughs> I no longer felt ashamed for being sarcastic. Like, I, if I could ever be sarcastic, I don't know how not to be sarcastic anymore. I'm sorry. I love it, but I love it. See, I don't think of you being sarcastic. I think you're just quick-witted with just like Archer is. Uh, <laughs> but uh, the... What's one show that you that you can think of that was under this adult animation piece that was good that just didn't make it past the first season that comes to mind? Man, that's tough. That's tough. Right? Um, that is tough. That's a tough one. Oh, wait. Um, I don't know how it's going to work, but I, w- I feel like it was adult animation and also a little bit of anime at the same time if you have you seen on netflix they actually made a tekken series no did not know that yeah it's on netflix they have one season as of right now i watched it i'm not gonna i definitely binged it because i thought it was rather interesting but i don't know how much further they could go from that because i feel like they gave you so much in one season how do you come back for a season right so that would be one that immediately comes to my mind Oh, and also for anybody who is like a huge Tekken fan or used to get their butt kicked in it like me when I was a kid, feel free to watch. It was actually pretty decent. <laughs> the one that um, for me that I think it was just one season and it just ended. It was another one of the ones that came from, I think, the Rick and Morty creators. It was the one on FX that uh, the, the demons one with the daughter from uh, um, Satan. You're, I remember you bringing that up. Yeah, that the first couple of episodes were good, but when when I heard they uh, canceled it, I just kind of stopped watching it already, on um, because it's, it wasn't coming back. Little Demon, that was what it was called. Mm-hmm. Um, I just as we're sitting here talking about, it, I'm I'm searching and what kind of caught me off, caught me off guard with it. it. It didn't say animation underneath, but when under the search, it came up as sitcom. Interesting. Right, and and that kind of again back to the point that these shows have come into their own for a tuition and sitting there and better than what people are sleeping on in some fashions. And if it's like those kind of type of things, that's fine. We, we don't judge here. If you want to go sit there and watch, you know, the same stories about sitcom families doing the same thing over and over again, like Mike and Molly and, and, um, blackish and, um, I forget the other one that came after blackish that Burnish, mixed dish. Yeah, like th- these things, it's the same type of stuff right, that they try to, I don't know if it's just because Hollywood is losing its creativity or whatever, and, and these these writers are on press for certain things or something, but I, I we're on almost on the 14th season of Archer that comes back August 30th. I, I think we're at season 19 or 20 of American Dad. We're up in the, the 20s with Family Guy. We're up in the 30s for Simpsons. Rick and Morty's entering their seventh season. Um, I, these shows, 
South Park is up in their 20s. I don't want to discredit them either. They, these shows are out there not because they have a cult following. They have enough people watching them that they're continuously coming back for new seasons. Okay, so let me also ask a question. Mm-hmm. Do you feel as if, and I'm, I'm, I'm going somewhere, with, I, I kind of want to go somewhere with this, but yeah. do you also feel as if that the amount of attention they have is based off of our peer group, or do you feel as if it encompasses the younger than us and us or older than us and us? That's a great question. And um, when my dad was alive, I told him, I told them I wanted to, I was over at his house one night and he's like, why don't you stay for after day after dinner and watch TV? I'm like, you're just going to watch old Westerns. I want to go home and watch the new episode of American dad. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I'll just turn it on. And him and I were watching it together. And um, my dad was never really into that stuff. He wasn't into adult cartoons. And my dad was smirking through the whole show. And I forget what episode it was, but he was just enjoying it. And um, my dad always had this way of saying, ah, oh, this this was nothing. I, I have no interest in it. I don't know why you like this. But when he sat there and enjoyed something, you know, and it was something of mine, he wouldn't admit to it. Um, but, but, um, I, I'm sure he may have turned it on two or three times after that, just to kind of see what was going on with the show. Um, I think to answer your question, I think it resonates with the people that started with it. So if you start picked up Archer in your college years, the show just continued to stay with those people that enjoyed it. And because of, the younger demographic always looking for stuff like that, that they're going to continue watching it as well. I think our generation, we're very good that if there's something that we like, we stick with for a very long time and in and, and entertainment purposes. And look, look at, look at our other passion is Marvel comics and look how many MCU films are out there and who's carrying it. We, when Iron Man came out, how old were we? We were. I was in my twenties, I think. Jeez, I don't. Yeah. Know. I can't remember what year that came out, but I was young, and here I am still watching Marvel films at thirty-six. Um, that's just my perception. Um, what's your thoughts? So, reason I was bringing that up was, so I was thinking like maybe a, a huge portion of it kind of resonates with our generation, and maybe I would say the individuals who are ten to fifteen years older than us reason being is when we were growing up or when we were younger what 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 primarily was on tv it was like the golden age of 80s 90s cartoons and it was wholesome cartoons that really actually um held your attention Mm -hmm. they had great content and they told great stories so how does that typically translate to us So we get older and we see the new cartoons that basically come out right now and all of the content that's coming out, like the reality TV and not to bash anybody that watches it. But as you mentioned, it can be scripted, you know, and And it's the same type of scripting, too. There's always a fight, at least in one or two episodes. It's always a fight. Not to mention, dude, what my mindset is geared right now is if I don't mess with you, I don't have to be anywhere near around you. Right. So the fact that this is reality TV and certain people say I don't mess with you, don't go around them. <laughs> life. Like the city is massively huge. I'm pretty sure if you live in New York, Chicago, Atlanta, 
LA, there are multiple avenues where you could just you go that way, I go this way, we don't have to interchange. But sorry, that was my whole rant on reality TV. I just don't understand it. But I, I just got off my subject. But needless to say, when we were younger, we had great wholesome cartoons. We're now in today's world where what do we look for? We want to see something with some validity to it, something I'll hold my attention. If I get a nice laugh out of it, I'll take the good laugh. And what do they come out with? Adult animation. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it was strategically placed there because what was your target audience? Basically, people of our age who look for the exact same thing. So what do they consistently release? Uh, stories and topics that are so far off the grid or so far gone, so to say, mm-hmm. that it actually it kind of makes sense. Yeah, and me, you got to kind of wonder too. Some of these creators, these some of these writers are roughly around our age too, so they grew up in that generation too, and they wanted to produce their their creativity in their shows. And I, I agree with your point completely. I, I guess that kind of slipped my mind. And you're right because we we naturally we started with like the Dexter's Laboratory on Cartoon Network, Dexter's Lab, and then we matured to Samurai Jack. Right, like the, the great oh, yeah. content of the stories, and then you fall in. Depending on what time Sam and Jack ended, you're now into the Adult Swim hours, where you're watching uh, Dragon Ball Z. Into oh, that was the animation piece, but here you are. We're now watching Futurama, mm-hmm. King of the Hill, um, and it's just pushing that future, saying, "Oh, look, there, here's some adult information, or here adult content that's cartoons that carry validity, carry good stories." You're right about the current cartoons. What, what kills me, Chase, I am a huge kid that grew up on the Rugrats. And Rugrats episodes used to be 15 minutes, and it told a story within each 15-minute spats, right? Mm-hmm. I turned on the new stuff, the first episode, and I lost track within the first three minutes of what the fuck the story was. Wow. Here I thought we were going to get out of an episode where we didn't curse, but I just needed to use the F-bomb to generate that. I really had no clue where the story went. I gave up within the first 10 minutes, and I don't think the story was wrapping up in five. I think it was a 30-minute episode telling multiple different stories at once to confuse the shit out of you. Um, and, and it was disappointing. And, and when you got into your you know, into our teen years, you had like Doug that you resonated with. Here's a kid that did <laughs> I'm just, I'm opening your mind today, sir. <laughs> Doug, Doug was that cartoon that resonated with young teens that moved you forward. And what came after Doug that still held that teenage piece? Avatar The Last Airbender. Dude, oh man, you couldn't go wrong with Avatar, man. Woo. Yeah. I, I could, uh, today, I could still rewatch that entire series. Yeah, and that That's came cool. at Roughly the right point because you had um, you had these Nickelodeon car- uh, cartoons that were coming to almost like a, a pause. You had SpongeBob to look at. You had Cat Dog that was going to that direction of craziness that is just ADD centric, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then you had your young teen shows, your iCarly and all that stuff. Oh wait, 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 and all that, all that. You can never forget about all that. That kept uh... on. Uh, this is all that. This is all that. Oh man, my, my heart. <laughs> oh, right. 
but you had you had these things that kept on kept you moving forward and then here here's your your cutoff on cartoon so you jumped over to Dexter you jumped over to Johnny Bravo you jumped over to Ed Ed and Eddie um, and here here comes Samurai Jack that's telling a a season long story um, and then you jump into your um, Adult Swim content after that and you just continued. So yeah, the kids that are creating or the the adults that are creating this content now will probably our age, roughly around the same point, enjoyed the that youth movement of these cartoons that we watch that were telling stories. Dog told a story, Rugrats told a story, Samurai Jack, Last Airbender, all that stuff was telling stories. And if they grew up on that and they'd be going to a writer's uh, spot where they a uh, career where they can get going, what what do, you, what do you think they're going to do? They're going to create animation. Exactly. And they're going to create stuff that they're going to want to enjoy now. And um, and it's crazy to think that a lot of these shows, as much as they don't get play for, for their creativity, they're, they make you think. A lot of these shows can make, like Rick and Morty, the episode with the dinosaurs, literally calling us out as a society of how how we were more worried about watching cats on Twitter than <laughs> fixing the economic system. Like that just like that blows your mind, right? Like you just sit there and go, Oh shit. Yeah. Yeah. Here we are watching this cartoon right now. <laughs> oh, it just, it, they give you an outlet to make you laugh and make you enjoy what TV was supposed to be. Right. TV was supposed to give you enjoyment. My biggest fear with reality TV, and this is my rant on reality TV is, um, we are in a society now that people imitate what they watch. And you can see that you can see who sits there and watches the housewives versus watching like modern family and things like that sitcoms, because you can go, I can't tell how many times I'm on a store and I can hear someone on their phone complaining about one of their girlfriends and how they want to punch her in the face. I'm like, okay, can you stop watching the housewives? Can you remember that we are like civil people in, in society, you don't throw food. Like you just, you don't do that. You don't get in someone's face and smush them because they talk to your husband in, in, disrespectfully. Um, it, it just, yeah, it doesn't. We're talking about housewives too that are rich and fucking famous to begin with. That's the second F bomb of the day. Um, <laughs> and, and, I don't care how much money anyone makes. Just to be throwing food coming from your resident big guy that likes food is so disrespectful. To the food. To the food. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Nobody could do anything to you. Get together, like, why would you throw food? Oh my yeah. God. You throw food at me, I'm like, eh, 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 eh. I'm going to try to catch it in my mouth. <laughs> Stop. Come on, now that was a perfectly yeah. good sub sandwich. Why would you do it? <laughs> yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't resonate, I guess, with me because I'm I'm not that person, right? And even the the reality survival shows like Survivor or uh, Fear Factor, those don't resonate with me. Okay, wait, 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 hold on. Yeah, Survivor. I I thought it was gonna be like, eh, but I don't know what made me sit down and watch it one day, and I actually thought about it. I'm like, this this is actually pretty cool. It's not something I would sit down and watch, but I thought it was pretty cool. All right, so let me let me flip this on that. I know we're kind of getting off topic here, but Mm-hmm. Wouldn't you consider Survivor being an original show? Because it was really its own kind when it first came out. Okay. So here, here's the flip to that. 
You now have Naked and Afraid. That, that, but that, that I feel like that kind of leads back to what we brought up before of like originality. Right. Like when somebody has something good, you're like, mm, I see how mm-hmm. that works. Let's see if we can go this way on it. And then back to our topic, you don't see that in adult animation. It's never the same thing. No, it's not. Unless it's like the same, uh, unless it's like a spinoff, kind of like what right, right. I did with the Cleveland show. But right, yeah, that I, was the. I would think that would probably be considered the only spinoff. Exactly. Everybody yeah. else, no one can really do that. Well, Family Guy, you cannot make the argument that Family Guy is a, a perception of Simpsons just raunchier too. Because um, even yeah. even Family Guy during the the crossover episodes kind of made the joke that they they took a lot of stuff from The Simpsons, mm. which is fine. We get it, right? Um, but uh, it stands on its own. It's doing its own thing compared to what The Simpsons doing. Simpsons formula is still continuing. Family Guy has kind of redefined itself almost every other season. Yeah. And of course, then they gave us the best thing of all, the Star Wars episodes. Hey, you know what? Those Star Wars episodes are pretty good. I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. And the, um, the Simpsons episodes, the Treehouse Horror. Yep. Every single Halloween, I will sit down and watch all of them. I cannot get enough of that. Right. And then the other ones that will, I think I, I think I might still have my phone. But then you got like South Park that's doing their own original thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm going to see if I still have this article up as we're sitting here talking. But I was looking up before the top, uh, the top um, animated shows. And number one, right off the bat, which caught me off guard. And the article is a little bit older, but uh, the top uh, animated show uh, in 2019 um, was listed as Rick and Morty because of its creativity. Really. Yeah, and um, I thought that was kind of interesting. It took oh, it it beat out Simpsons, um, which that that just tells you like like the the quality of that show is is different if it's going to top. Because at some point you would think the Family Guy was up there too. Family Guy I think was like number five on the list. You know that I, when you said twenty nineteen, I did naturally say Family Guy, but okay, yeah. Um, yeah, and then like South Park's in the midst of the list. I want to here you go. Here's the 20 best. This was put out um, March 7th, 2023. So the 20 best. We're going to start with um, got to get past the trailer for Spider-Verse. Undone. I guess that's an Amazon Prime video one. I don't think I've ever seen that one. Oh my goodness. How did I forget about this? Another show, Invincible. Have you seen that? No, but I've read the book, so Okay. Yeah. <laughs> we need to save that for another one. Close yeah. Enough, which was only two seasons. I gave that a shot. I wasn't a huge fan of that one. Um, I got in through, I think, the first or second episode. It was it came through the pandemic era. It was on HBO Max. I don't I didn't think it was gonna ground off anywhere, but I can see it showing up if they if they keep the rights to it, I can see it showing up on Adult Swim at some point. Mm-hmm. Big Mouth, I know you love Big Mouth, right? I am a avid, huge fan of Big Mouth, and they have a spinoff called Human Resources. Do you know Big Mouth has been around since 2017? Uh, that would make sense. Dude, they have a nice amount of seasons now. Mm-hmm. Um, Castlevania was uh, from 2017 to 2021. I don't think I watched that one, but it was more of an animated anime 
adult version based off the images that was on Netflix. Uh, I think I remember seeing it. Did I watch it? No, but yeah, okay. Cyberpunk Edge Runners. That was a 2022 thing. Um, Is that Netflix? Uh, sure. Doesn't actually say where oh where you can stream it on this article. Okay, all right. So, yeah. okay, um, <laughs> so we'll go with sure question mark. The Midnight Gospel 2020. That was Netflix. I don't think you, did you watch that one? Because I know I didn't. Never heard of it. All right, that was number fifteen. Number fourteen, American Dad. Um, I think American Dad is out there and kind of crazy. It's it's on the spectrum for me to be like a little bit like I'll I'll binge it when it's on TV. I'll watch the new stuff because it's Monday night at like 10 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm not seeking it out religiously. Like I'll just c- catch up on it on Hulu. Um, your thoughts on American Dad? Uh, I thought American Dad was decent. It, it wasn't one of my top tier premiere shows when it came to adult animation. Mm-hmm. But if it's, one of, like, if it's on TV, I'm not going to be like, oh, American Dad. I'll probably just leave it on. Um I feel like it has it's definitely had its episodes where it was entertaining and funny. But that's a not one of the ones I would primarily wake up and be like, man, I'm gonna have an American dad day today. So I think this might this article might have some recency bias because I would put this show a little bit higher. And the reason why I would put it a little bit higher is because this was the closest thing to the uh, to a sitcom from nineteen ninety seven to two thousand ten was King of the Hill. Um, yeah, they they were the closest thing to a family esque sitcom, but was just animated, and it was pretty much a spinoff from Beavis and Butthead. Um, and and I always enjoyed watching it. It was not something I would go seek out, but it it was on TV. I was getting a good chuckle out of it, and I wasn't changing the channel. That means I'm I'm stuck. I'm watching this now. Um, your thoughts? I was never a King of the Hill fan. I thought it was, I tried to watch it and I just couldn't laugh. Mm. (laughs) Disenchantment is number 12. That's been running since 2018. Is that Netflix? Sure. Question mark. I don't think I've ever heard of this one. Yeah, it's on, it's on Netflix. Okay. Yeah. Seeing it, did not watch it. Yeah, I, I recall seeing like a weird shaped frog, like the ones they have in The Simpsons or something similar to it. So I, I thought it was like a spin up. Well, uh, some of the writers from The Simpsons yeah. might have been in there. That or it had to at least be the artist. Yeah. Um, Love, Death, and Robots 2019 and ongoing. That's apparently on Netflix as well. Ooh, I might be getting ahead of myself. But is Robot Chicken on that list? Uh, it's not technically animation, it's uh, claymation. Yeah. It's claymation, it's different. Uh, okay. Yeah. If we want to have a debate on that one day, we can too. Yeah. Uh, um, Bob's Burgers number ten. Oh, I love Bob's Burgers, dude. Yeah. I, if people let their children watch that show, that is not a show for your kids, people. Yeah, that the is definitely. They not say, yeah, yeah, you should not be letting your kids watch that show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is a great show. I am shocked that it's lasted this long because it was that follow up to The Simpsons, and nothing was like staying alive in that slot and somehow Bob's Burgers made it and yeah that is a great show Sorry, um, number, number um, nine yeah go 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 get before I get to number nine um Bob's Burger, another show that I discovered in college man and you know I feel like it was one of the shows I had to grow on people because I first tried it and I hated it 
but then I was advised to go back to season one, episode one, and started from there. And dude, I binged it in like three days. I still got my work done. I did my homework. <laughs> Number nine, one of my favorite shows, just wrapped up catching up on all of it, and that's the Arch- Archer. Um, I can't, I cannot. First of all, that is not a show for your children. Um, <laughs> um, however, if you have never seen an episode of Archer, I highly recommend it. It will make you laugh. You, you probably won't like it right off the bat, but the sheer fact, the stuff that they go through for 14, almost 14 seasons now, is just hilarious. Um, <laughs> it, it's a tension grabber. It's, it's not going to make you laugh the whole entire time, but you'll get at least one or two good chuckles after, out of it, but it, it's going to keep you entertained. It is. Yeah. So this is this is where I, I, I question the person that wrote this article because number eight is Rick and Morty. Um, and we did a whole episode on Rick and Morty, so we'll just kind of just overview the sheer fact that this show makes you think. It gives you a source of entertainment. It will keep you going. Um, Great call. There, yeah, there is a cult following to this show, and it's growing more and more by the minute that people are kind of checking out the show as we talk about it out there and as fans. Fans talk about it. People turn in, and then they get new fans. So very good show. Number seven, okay, then again, this is where I don't understand the recency bias. Number seven, they have listed as uh, Beavis and Butthead. Mm. Um, I was never a Beavis and Butthead fan. Neither was I. Yeah. Um, I did watch, the only thing I liked of Beavis and Butthead was their movie. I thought their movie was quite entertaining. I, 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 I do. I, I don't know. When it came to me, I drew a line between off the wall and stupid. And I just thought Beavis and Butthead was just stupid. <laughs> Fair enough. And, and we just talked about this. I didn't consider this to be an adult animation film, but Samurai Jack is uh, up here from 2001 to 2017. Um, yeah, it wrapped up in 2017? Well, yeah, they came back uh, in, was it 2016 for another season? I think there was only like three or four seasons, but they brought it back later on. Really? Yeah. Um yeah, I am. Uh, they were apparently five seasons. Um, that's it's very interesting because you got to consider that if this is considered an adult animation show, that this actually ran on Cartoon Network and not Adult Swim. Mm. Right, that got, that opens your mind to the sheer fact that they tried something different, and that and this technically falls under that category. Number five is Futurama. Um, still coming back. I think they're on uh, whatever season they're on right now. Um, it's, I think, going straight to Hulu, if I'm right, this year. You are a big Futurama fan, correct? Eh, I mean, I watch it. I, I've seen majority of the episodes because there was a point that I was watching them on Comedy Central. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not a... Um, I don't hate it. I don't love it. It's It's like watching another sitcom like Big Bang Theory. It's on TV. I'm going to turn it on. Gotcha. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it has it had a great premise when the first came out, and you it made a lot of sense back when it did come out. But, eh, I mean, I th- I do believe sometimes shows do run their course, and I'm I'm wondering if Futurama is getting to that point for me. Gotcha. Um, number four is Family Guy. Four is Family Guy. Yep. Okay. Yep. Um, I mean, 1999 to current. I mean, they're running a long time here. Dude, why am I acting surprised? I think I know what number one is. Duh. Yeah, this one I, I never got into number three, and I don't understand why it's such a big show for people, and that's BoJack Horseman. Hey, uh, uh, where, where do you even watch that? 
It's on Adult Swim. It's it's ended in twenty twenty, so you have to watch it on Max now. Oh no, it's on it's on Netflix. It used to be on Adult Swim. Okay. Yeah. Um, number two is South Park. Mm. Yeah, we we kind of covered the 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 quality of that show. And oh wait, one, yeah. For you to make an entire show out of characters that look like snowmen with no legs. <laughs> you did a great job, sir. <laughs> Literally make Canada look horrible is very hard, and they did that. Like, I feel like the writers were like, "How would you do the bare minimum and do the most?" I got it. I got it. We had stick figures before. Cone figures, cone figures, guys. Cone figures. And then number one, of course, is Simpsons. Nineteen eighty nine was the when they were launched, and they're still out there. What which caught me off guard is you're going to have some shows on here that are to me are questionable, but what you don't include on here um, for your recency bias is Venture Brothers. Venture Brothers was a fun, a fantastic show, and so was Final Space. I would I would take those over your Bojack Horsemans, um, your Beavis and Buttheads. Um, I'm taking that there's had to be some type of viewership to this be to kind of make this list. Um, to put American Dad at 14, I'm I'm not like a bunch of these shows are out there that no one knows about, which is fine. Mm-hmm. But there are shows out there that people do know about that you didn't include either. Um, so I get what you're what you're trying to do with this article, and I'm not going to give it more play than that, but I mean, Venture Brothers is out there, Final Space was out there for a while. The, these shows were entertaining as well. Um, so, highly, highly recommend some shows that are out there that are for the animated, the cartoon-esque, because they are there to give you nothing but entertainment. Um, final thoughts on adult animation, sir? I will never stop watching it. <laughs> I don't care how old I get, how many kids I have. I will put them to bed, then come grab my TV or smart device or whatever it is, and I will watch my episodes to stay current. And I advise you to find your uh, your avenue for your adult animation because if you are looking for a wonderful story, for individuals that don't have to continuously put their bodies at risk or show up on a camera, all they have to do is lend their voices to uh, breathe life into a character. Go ahead and feel free to find out your what what your soiree is for your adult animation show. I'm gonna I'm gonna cause a little stir here, sir. 120 million dollars on opening weekend for Spider Man into the Spider Verse. Um, uh, into the Spider Verse. All right. 120. That movie has grown. In order for a movie to make 120 million worldwide, that means some adults had to go see that film. Uh-huh. If you have no interest, if you had nothing but interest in that film and thought that film was fantastic, but yet you're not willing to try adult animation uh, TV series, you're out of your damn mind. Mm. Um, these people are just as creative as those writers. Those people probably do watch those shows as well because. There's a love for animation in in everyone. Um, you grew up on cartoons. What's wrong with checking out a couple of adult animation shows? Give them some love because they don't get a lot of play. Like they're they're advertising Archer's new season through a quick two second ad on Hulu, which that show deserves a lot more play than it gets. Um, they used to have bigger seasons. Now now they're down to like eight episodes a season. Right. 
Yeah, and, and and that's fine. I mean, my content level, I can only handle like 14 episode seasons anyway because I think you just kind of overrun your stay. But on the top of that, if you have such a, a dynamic season, you feel like you're getting cut short on it. Um, and I kind of felt that way with season 12 and 13 of Archer. Um, you get 10 episodes out of Rick and Morty, and you got to understand it, it. The art takes time. It's amazing how fast they can produce 23, 24 episodes out of Family Guy and American Dad. We, we take that for granted for those artists, and kudos to you guys. But um, these writers are thinking through things, not to just to throw craziness out there to see what sticks, what's going to be saucy or anything. These things, some of these stories are more in-depth than people need. don't give credit to. We did a whole episode on Rick and Morty for that sole purpose, that these characters are in-depth. Um these are the future of potential sitcoms if sitcoms are dying. Keep that in mind because we have been in this renaissance of live uh, of reality TV for almost two decades now. But what still stays out there? The Simpsons and Family Guy. So with that being said, um, before we bid you adieu, um, ah, that's a, that's a nod to Kenny Omega there. Um, uh, couple of things coming up for you guys. Uh, so today we started a new platform to give you this content and we're trying it out and we're, as you heard, I'm playing with buttons that I probably should not be playing with. But, um, <laughs> so we are working through some, some new things, but we have some cool things coming up and we want to one say, as always, thank you for listening to us. We greatly appreciate the, that you the support you're showing. You're great. But, yeah. But going forward, um, you're going to be able to see how good-looking Chase is and how ugly I look because we are going to YouTube as well. So You need to talk to yourself nicely, sir. Sorry. <laughs> as ugly as I look. <laughs> um, and, and so you'll be able to start seeing us coming real soon on YouTube. We're talking, <laughs> talking what? Oh, my God. Right. I know. Phrasing. Gotcha. Uh, <laughs> um, so, yeah, you can catch us up on, on YouTube at It's Not Canon Show. We'll put it in the bio for this episode. But with that being said, in the next week, maybe two weeks, we're going on a little vacation um, to get things ready. And when we come back, you'll be able to also listen to us at podcast form. We'll drop the audio for you guys if you like listening to us by a podcast. But if you want to catch us up on uh, YouTube, be our guest, be our guest, be our guest. Um, why? Why do you want to go to YouTube for us? Well, not only do you, like I said, you get to see us, but you're going to see the cast of characters that we're going to be bringing to the show. We have other bros that want to be part of these conversations. We have some guest people that we're going to talk through. And as you know, we started off hot with one of our first episodes being a very hot topic. And you know, yeah, you know. We like to go big, obviously, so I'm sure our first topic back will be big. Um, but stay tuned. I will probably be dropping um, something next week, something real quick to kind of give you an update where we are. And then on top of it, go subscribe to our YouTube channel. Subscribe now. Get there now. I know there's nothing there. I know. I know. We're new to this. Oh, my God. We're new to this. But, yeah, we are We are trying to get there as fast as possible. But don't be surprised if you see my ugly mug on something next week. Trying to hyping you guys. But I can tell you over the next month or so, we're going to have some good conversations with some other people. You want to see Chase and I talking. Um, and then on top of it, I'm going to play some games. Good games. 
Lots of games. Lots of games. We're going to play games with our wives so you can see how we torture ourselves while we play games with our wives. You're going to be able to see how we play full games. Like, we're going to play Skull, if you haven't heard of a game Skull. That's going to be fun to play with people digitally. And for board game fans, I'm trying. I am trying to convince this man here to play Blood on the Clock Tower, and we will stream it with a bunch of people. <laughs> so, yes, I highly, highly recommend going to subscribe to that channel. Uh, our goal is to produce more content, maybe two, once we get comfortable, maybe two times a week. Who knows? Um, but the conversation is going to continue. But next week, you probably guys won't hear from us. Maybe you'll just hear something real quick from me. Um, and then hopefully week after the week after that, we come back flying um, straight into YouTube with the drop of the podcast the, the same day. So highly recommend you guys go check that out. I will give you updates as, a, as we go through this this change. Um, but you'll be able to definitely see us comment to us once we get those lovely features turned on by YouTube for you guys to comment and reach out to us. But for some reason, I like to uh, torture myself, Chase. So if you if there's a topic that you guys want us to talk about to see if we're all on the same page out there, it's not canon show at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Let me rephrase. Chase would love to hear from you. Um, he will probably be the one reading it. So if there's something you want to comment on or say, hey, that's a great topic. Hey, we'd like to hear more of that. Hey, that mental health episode. Would love more detail on that. I would love to hear more stories. Talk to other people. Let us know. What would you like to hear from us? It's not canon show at gmail.com. Stay on the lookout for YouTube. Go subscribe now. So you guys can get up-to-date information when the first video drops. Be on the lookout over the next week for updates. Chase, as always, say goodbye to everyone. All right, everybody. Stay prosperous, stay powerful, and stay perseverant. And we are out! Bam, 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 bam!